All right, welcome back, guys, to Surviving Hollywood Podcast. I'm Johnny Ray Diaz. I am Aaron Arnold. Um, my name is Austin Arnold. And we just uh, sat down with uh, writer, producer, director, Fernando Viso. Um, he's actually a director that I work with on a short film called Irritable Heart, which is actually uh, in the festival circuit right now as we speak. The weird thing is there's not really much of a circuit. It's a sort of an online system now, you know, with COVID and everything, it's changed the whole thing, but it's actually uh, premiering at LA Shorts Fest, October 8th, a couple days from now, you can actually stream it on, I believe it's lashortsfest.com. I believe is that the website possibly? We'll double check that. It'll probably be in the comments below. Yeah. Um, you can click on that link. Or Google it. They can Google it. Or Google it, but it's, it's on there. Uh, yeah. It was a really cool project to, that I worked on, uh, shot it in the salt and sea with Fernando. And uh, we kind of just sat down and talked about not only that project, um, but also various other projects he has in development. Um, what did you guys kind of take away from that? I thought he gave, I thought he had great stories. At the very end, he gives some sort of very tangible uh, uh, perspective and advice for young writers young producers moving to Los Angeles that want to get into that sort of thing. So if that is you, stick around to the end. Great advice. Uh, yeah, there's so much good in this interview. The guy's super chill, easy to talk to. Him and Johnny have a good rapport right from the start, so that was cool. Uh, one of my favorite parts was asking Johnny what were um, Fernando's strengths as a director, and then asking Fernando what are Johnny's strengths as an actor. And um, I didn't just say, yeah. is this person good? Because that's obviously a yes. I said, what are his strengths? So now we get to hear them describe. It got weird. It got weird. <laughs> Johnny got was squirming with compliments. Uh, yeah, but it was also kind of cool because he did, he did talk about, um, and we'll kind of, you, you guys will listen to it soon, but he talked about a lot of projects he's working on with, you know, Emmy nominated people mm -hmm. up and coming. You know, he's got a full... Uh, TV series that he's trying to get developed. Um, we'll give him a clue. Also... We'll give him a clue. This is a quote from one of this guy's movies. In the morning, I'm making waffles. Mm. So it could be anybody. Say Aladdin. For the audience. Aladdin. Lion King? Well, we'll see. Oh, anyway. Anyway, I think you guys will get a lot out of this. Uh, it was a really fun interview. And um, for all you filmmakers out there, writers and stuff like that, some really good nuggets of information. So stay tuned. Yeah, hey, Johnny Ray Diaz and the Arnold Twins. It's that Survivor Hollywood podcast. I'm on Let's go. Hey, reactions, acting, lights, camera, action, interview with talent with an artistic passion. Surviving Hollywood, surviving Hollywood, surviving Hollywood. It's the podcast. So what's going on, man? What have you been up to? Um, so dude, right now, um, there, so remember Richard from Irritable Heart? Richard. Richard um, Francois. The I just watched the trailer. Who was that? No, Richard did not. He was, uh, he, was he worked an as actor. a producer. Yeah, he worked okay. as a producer. Okay. Um, he is working with a production company and I can't remember the name. I feel like an asshole for not remembering the name. Um, but they just inked a deal with Regina Hall. So we're trying to get... Mm. Um, I've heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> you might have heard of her. She's been in a few things. Yeah. She's okay. Um, so we're trying to get uh, 
a pitch, a movie pitch around for her because it sounds like right up her alley. She's great in comedy. This film is, it, it sounds really great for her. It was actually not my idea. I don't ever take credit for anything I don't come up with, but Richard himself is not a writer writer. So, is he, you know, we, is, is he producing it and he's working for the production company. He's going to, we're going to write it together. Um, okay, so we're, okay. we're getting the pitch around for that right now. Um, and then is that going to be, that, is that going to be a feature? Is that what it is? Yeah. Feature film, feature okay. film. Okay. Um, and then other than that, uh, there's an actor from Mexico named Mark Thatcher. I don't know if uh, he was, he's in a show called Operacion Pacifico. Let me see if I know. Um, it just, uh, he was actually Queen of the South, but the original version, he was also on that show. Oh, Reina del Sur. Mm-hmm, exactly. And um, I've been working with him um, and we're developing a TV show together now with him and his small production company that Ricardo, who I know you remember from Irritable Heart, right is a, is a part of so okay yeah we've been doing that dude um that's basically kind of what i've been up to at the moment um you know covid has been obviously crazy for everybody and but you know so far for me this year like as far as the writing things have been moving fairly well um i have a show uh i wrote at ucla my professor from ucla john strauss who wrote uh there's something about mary um He's been working. Yeah, love, dude. That, love, love that movie. Bro, it's a, it's a great movie. So yeah. he, um, he's been helping me with a TV show I wrote in his class uh, about a young soccer player from East LA, Mexican kid um, whose father is, passes away. Is that the all Mexican American? Is that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that, that show got, or that pilot got, um, I got nominated for a couple screenwriting competitions around the world for that show. It placed very well, and, and um, John was always a big fan of it. And I had some questions to ask uh, him, and I emailed him, and, and he was like, you know, he wanted to get it made after him and I kind of reconnected after a little bit. And um, uh, I don't know how much I can say, but there is a uh, – uh, You've said too much already. <laughs> <laughs> you've given the names of people. You've already, like, said this is the professor I work with. You said when it's coming out. I'm just... <laughs> no, so he um, – he he had he's working on an emmy nominated show and the writer of that show wrote a film he was nominated for an oscar and um they expressed interest in in the tv show in the, pro so, in the project yeah yeah can you, can you say what potentially what network it is if that was um you know? no that that's still i mean right, that's, that's still no 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 i don't I'm know i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> It's so, so excited, so yeah. So it sounds like you're working on a, you're, well, you have a lot of projects in development. So maybe mm -hmm. you kind of tell us like, how does that process work? You know, because like a lot of times as actors, we obviously don't step into that until it's like fully developed and, you know, funded and that whole thing. So for you on the filmmaking, writing side, producing side, if you have, let's say, for example, you have this project, this all Mexican American or whatever it is, how are you going about trying to get it to production companies? I always wonder how that process goes. Um, well, I got lucky. Um, I got lucky that it was just in the opinion of John, it was a well, a well-written piece and it's something he wanted to do. Um, I think there is a big movement right now um, for people of uh, people of color, um, especially those that come from low income areas and this TV show 
um, is about a young Mexican kid from East LA who I guess it would be, you could call it the more dramatic Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, Cause that's nice. really what it is. He's, he's a very talented soccer player. Um, his father passes away and he has to move with his rich uncle to North Carolina, which has North Carolina has excellent high school soccer. So he goes to a private school and, you know, dude, he deals with the, you know, being the only Latino in a school like that, being a soccer superstar. And I, as a kid, I moved around a lot. Like I never stayed in one place for too long. So I know what it's like having to be the new kid and there's an excitement to it. And there's people that don't like you because you're the new kid and it just is what it is. And, you know, uh, especially being a Fernando in certain areas of the country, like it's just different. And, and nobody, can say, nobody can say your name. No, no. Fernando. Fernando. Er. My last name's Viso. The big one was Viso. Fernando Viso. <laughs> uh, is there a Visa here? Visa? Visa? MasterCard? Like the credit card? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I heard all that growing up. So. so it sounds like this story was kind of based on your life a little bit. It, it was, it, dude, um, a lot of my writer friends that I very much respect, I give them, well, two of them, I, I, I send them anything I write because their opinion means the world to me. Uh, and they both said the same thing. They're like, bro, you can tell this is very personal for you. Yeah. You know? and, and you're also and, really, and you're also really good at soccer. So dude, you know what? Are, are you? I don't know. <laughs> I made a national team. I played in England when I was six. really yeah. what position center midfielder. All right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, play, no, I, I was, played, uh, I played right bench. Um, I played left out. out. <laughs> I actually, I, I never played soccer was never my game. So yeah, no, I, I was a decent player. So soccer, I, but, you know, and it is, it is interesting, like, you know, when I talk about how personal that script is for me, because I, you know, looking back at it as an older man now, I know I didn't have a great attitude as a younger kid. And I um, thought I was probably better than what I was. And at times when you, when you are good, you don't feel like you have to prove yourself. And um, Louis, that's a big part of Luis's journey. Yeah, he's great, but... I've, I've really found in life, and I'm sure you guys know, being in Los Angeles and working in this industry, sometimes being good isn't good enough. Actually, most of the time, being good isn't good enough. And, you know, there's politics that come involved and, and things of that nature. And, and now, so, as, a, as a writer, are you like, were you a naturally good writer or did you have to work at it? So, no, I actually, when I came to Los Angeles, I wanted to be an actor. And I was doing auditions um in the city and i live like in west la so i'd have to go up to 405 and i was stuck on traffic and then i'd be stuck in traffic on the 101 and i would go on auditions for these shows that were like less than five lines on tv shows i would never watch and i just remember come sitting in traffic going back down on the 405 and excuse my language but i was just like this is fucking stupid i'm like what am i doing <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting a total of two hours in traffic a day for a show that I'm a better writer than if, and this sounds horrible to say, and I'm sorry, but I'm a better writer than these guys or these people. And, um, I do remember being in film school and I worked with a Danish friend of mine, um, on a short film and we got called in because they actually thought we plagiarized what I had written. So he was, he was Danish, so his English wasn't great. So I wrote it and I just kind of remember 
when they were talking to us and they, and I thought it was kind of cool. They're like, dude, they think I stole this movie, but I wrote this movie. That's how good it was. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So I was like, I was like, dude, they think I plagiarized it, but literally I wrote this whole thing. So I was like, I, you know, I just kind of realized that was like my knack and I enjoyed it much more. And do I don't know. I, what, what do you think uh, you're good at? Is it the dialogue you're really good at? Is it this, you know, making a world? Uh, what do you think? Just everything? I think the strongest is probably dialogue, to be honest. I think my dialogue, um, you know, I'm still working on my world building, you know, and then there's different thoughts of your world building and, and screenwriting in a sense of like, we're also not writing a novel, you know, mm -hmm. like, so I've seen some screenwriters that just take it to another level. And it's just like, dude, this is not the Hobbit from 1970. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, and so I, you know, I'm still writing that fine line. I tried to do, I guess when I write, I, I look at it more like a manuscript for the filmmaker um, as opposed to a novel. And, and I, sometimes I'm too thin on my world building and I'm, I'm you know, still working on that, but. But you leave know. it to the filmmaker. Yeah, well, leave yes. that to the DP. As long as we got the dialogue, we're good. Yeah, there you go. Like that's, that's kind of the thing. I, I, I want to, um, I don't want to overindulge that. You know, I, I really look at a script more as a manuscript for the director, the DP. And um, my story is tight. My stories have to be tight. My dialogue has to be tight. It has to move well. Um, what movies influence you that you can just, oh, these are my favorites that I, I, I would be lucky if I could write a movie like this? Oh, man, as a kid, Braveheart. Like, I still remember Braveheart as a kid. Uh, that's, a good, that, that's a good one. Bro, the way that movie made me feel as a kid, I still remember it to this day. I still can watch it because it's like on TNT all the time. You know, yeah. that Saving Private Ryan, like, yeah. which Saving Private Ryan was great. Um, you know, movies that, I mean, I love the classics. I love Godfather, uh, Deer Hunter. I know it's a little long and it can get slow in parts, but Deer Hunter for me, like that last scene, I don't know if there's a better scene not the last scene, but the second to last in Vietnam with the, yeah. I don't know if there's a better scene in, in cinema history, in my mm -hmm. opinion, you know, the, the angst, the intensity that the love, like everything that was going on in that scene, I just, I, that's yeah. what, probably the greatest scene I've ever seen in my that life. That was Mike, that was Michael Cimino, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. 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 You know, Braveheart's crazy, man, because Mel Gibson starred and directed in that. Like, how do you, how do you direct an epic movie like that and oh. be the main character crazy dude i mean dude like, I those hear... fight scenes are just intense and i'm like dude you directed all that well, i don't know dude i i dude i i don't understand because i did irritable heart with you and that was the first time i ever directed yeah um you know you did, a, you did a really good job man Thank great you, trailer dude. we watched the trailer it looked epic to me thank you dude i really appreciate it i i but i look back at that movie and i'm like the thing I really understood out of that process, because, you know, I really jumped from just writing to directing. I was like, damn, dude, it's, it's, it's hella hard even making a mediocre movie. Like, <laughs> making an average movie is so difficult. And, and people just don't, they, they don't know. It's easy to know. shit on average movies, though. Oh, my God. It's super <laughs> easy. That's why I, I watch yeah. movies now, because, you know, I wrote forever. And, I would, and I'd watch movies that like, trash. Yeah, Sucks. you and don't realize I, they're I all trying at, their best. 
I and now yeah, I look at I'm like, well, I can understand where they're going. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, they they tried. I mean, this is oh my you know, God, man. That's why I, I kind of will always give any movie a chance. So, mm-hmm. Some people be like, well, why'd you watch that movie? It looks so stupid. I'm like, I don't know, I just want to give it a shot. You know, because yeah. like it, it's so hard to make a movie. And it's like when you make a movie that's like exceptional, I feel like that's like a miracle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and in in a big part of it, I God, I think I can't remember who said it. It might have been Scorsese, but he was talking about how hard, how hard it is to make an excellent movie because every single person, and you know how many people are involved in films. I mean, just on Irritable Heart, it was a short film, and we had a pretty big cast and crew. We had like 60 people there out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, and, and shooting in the middle of nowhere, dude, that's never yeah, easy. Yeah, and like... The weather was terrible at one point. Second day. It was like raining, wasn't it? it Remember? Downpouring. It yeah, rained. Dude. It rains in the desert three times a year, and we got one of those days. <laughs> yeah. How many days did you guys shoot? So we did three initial days of principal photography. We had to go back and pick up a little bit. Um, so really four. We did four days. Um, and how many pages was this? Roughly. 17. Okay. Wow. Nice. 17, I believe. 16. Yeah, 17. It's an 18-minute film flat. Um, I believe it was 17 pages. Yeah. And was the goal film festivals? No, really. The goal is um, selling the feature version of it. That's like really the goal. Like. Um, so tell us again. End. I don't think you explained like how. Um, so what? What's the process? You you said you got lucky. It was just because you knew John. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Sorry, we got off track a little bit. Johnny, Johnny took me off track. That's on. Sorry, man. I, I always not, do that. That's not. That's not me. Um, so, as as far as we were going back to all Mexican American, yeah. I mean, I got lucky, and he liked the idea, and he he you know he called me up, and we were chatting, and he was like, "All right, I have a number of producers I can take this to." Um, and I remember he told me a while back at UCLA because I gave him something else to read. He thought it was great. And he just told me, he was like, I don't have the power to get things made. You know, I wish I did because if I did, I'd make your stuff. Um, but now he's going to these different production companies. We had about three or four no's. Uh, they thought it was good. They liked the story a lot, but they had either something too similar, like same kind of similar world. Um, and then this, these guys, um, I wish I could tell you who it was. I just, I'm just kind of awkward about putting that out there right now. Um, give, give us a hint. <laughs> Why you got to mess with me like that, man? Yeah. Um, they, they, <laughs> the writer won an Oscar in the, and um, his TV show was nominated, I believe, for an Emmy. I don't know if it won. It might have won. So but somebody. Shit, some, oh, won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah, yeah, he's, was, he's great. If you would have said Emmy, I would have been like, Shit's Creek. We all know. <laughs> he was up. nominated for an um, Emmy last year, I believe. Okay. He has a great shot. Har- 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 harder, like- harder to remember who that would be. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> I guess yeah, you could go back and look for a drama. There you go. That's as far as I'll get. Um, and his name drums. starts with a B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I have a, you know, they, they love the pitch deck and, um, they like what they read in the pilot so far. I know they're very busy, so they haven't. The producers like halfway through, but he likes what he read. And, and does what, your professor? What well, does your professor give you any like notes? Like, I like it, but we need to fix this, or did he just like it? He did that at UCLA. Okay. 
So yeah. you had graduated. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I, I graduated from UCLA, uh, I guess, 2019, June. Yeah. I, I believe that's when it was. So. Nice. Yeah. 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 So, so what's, time. what's in a, so just so we kind of understand too, and for audience as well, explain what is a pitch deck and what is, what's in that. So like when you send this over to producers or a production company to kind of review, essentially, mm -hmm. what does that typically include? Is it like a treatment of the project? Um, man, it would be so much easier if I could just show you guys. <laughs> Do it. Um, just send us the whole pilot. I'll, I'll, I can send you the pitch deck right now. Wait, screen share uh, it. You can screen share if you... Can you, can you screen share? You can just share your that'd, screen. That'd probably be giving up a lot of information, though. Yeah, oh, probably. that is true. That is true. I should probably watch it. Sorry, I mean, I'm a little... No, I'm just, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> what a tease. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could swipe, swipe through it really quick. Um, no, maybe you kind of... That's just the basics, maybe, just so you can kind of understand. Yeah, what is a pitch deck? I still learn now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pitch deck. So you have virtual picks. I mean, you can do so many different things and get super creative with it. We just went with a pretty standard virtual pitch deck, which is made in, so I hired somebody to do it. I paid them a decent amount of money um, Trade to make it because <laughs> uh, he's very good at it, um, much better than I am. But I mean, you give your character breakdown, you give a title page. I guess I can screenshot the title page. I have no problem with that. Okay. Let me, let me do that. Does that typically include like the demographics of your audience? Like, Hey, this is, it's targeting this audience, this age range, that type of thing too, or no? Um, it could, we did not on this one. Um, okay. is this in PowerPoint form or when it's virtual or PDF? Oh, all right. It's a PDF. <laughs> I've heard of it. Um, it's in doc. It's in Microsoft doc. It's in <laughs> MP, MP4. So, okay, I got to figure out how to screen share. Sorry, guys, technologically, I'm just, I'm a joke. Uh, if, you, if you go to the bottom, it says, there's a share screen? Share screen, yeah. Okay. Yeah, share you're very, screen. very boomerish with this Zoom etiquette of yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to share this. Perfect. Is it working? Yeah, yeah we yes. can see it. We can see it. That looks cool. Okay. It looks legit. That was the yeah. photo you sent me earlier. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is the TV show that is getting considered at the moment. Um, and for our audience that is just listening via iTunes and Spotify, it just looks like a cover of a DVD of a soccer on a soccer field. Very epic. All Mexican-American. That's a good title. With Oh, great title. I, I love the, the ball with the American flag, but in the Mexican colors. Ah, with the eagle. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. No, is yeah. that your idea or is that his idea? This was... Because if this is what you paid him for, it's worth every penny. <laughs> No, this was my idea, <laughs> but he, he, he did some great stuff outside of this that I would have never, um, that I would have never thought of, you know what I mean? It was right. a great collaborative effort. Him and I, he's an excellent writer himself. His name is Matt Gossin. He's almost as good with his pitch decks as he is his writing. So if anybody is looking for excellent pitch decks, I can get you. His, and if, I, if I had $300, I could get him or would it cost <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, that's about, yeah, that's about right. Okay, cool. Oh, all right. Nice. Oh, yeah, three, yeah was... no, for 300. Hey, um, that's, that's not bad then. No, 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 for what he does. Um, unless he gave me a discount because we're friends. It might, maybe 350 to four, but. Right. <laughs> he's, list, he's listening right now like, man, I overcharged that guy so much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why is Fernando doing this? Shut up, bro. 
So then uh, in, in, in that pitch deck as well, obviously you got the title page and everything. Uh, does it include the pilot episode or is it just more of a synopsis? No, we have a synopsis, um, the tone. So, you know, you know, I'm, I'm aiming for all Mexican-American to, to really be a mixture of Friday Night Lights and a better life. Okay. Um, okay. But as far as the seediness of the high school and, and, you know, the underbelly and the things that go on with the drugs and the alcohol, like the first two seasons of 13 Reasons Why. After that, the show was... Oh, I've, I've only seen the first two seasons. So good. Well, you. You, you're good. You don't need to watch the other two. The best right. two. The best two. <laughs> um, I'll pass on that one. Though. Like Euphoria, you know, like. Haven't seen that one yet. Ooh, I like this. Oh, you're missing out. You got to watch Miss Euphoria. It? I gotta, yeah. Such a good show. Get on. So it, it, that's like, you know, that's con- that's the tone. So you, you, you write your tone, you character breakdowns. Um, uh, what else? Uh, you know, you, it's, it's more visual. It was a, it's a visual simulation for the production companies. That's like, you know, we obviously live in a, or we work in an industry, which is show me, don't tell me. Um, so you try to keep the writing to a minimum um, as much as possible and make it a visual uh, aesthetically pleasing. So I'm not sure if you have one or not, or at this point, but do you have one, do you, I guess, do you have an agent, like a literary agent? And if you do or don't, is that typically something that they would be sending out on their own to producers basically? So that's a funny story. Um, I was supposed to meet, so somebody from APA saw irritable heart mm. and it's really liked it. Yeah. yeah. They, wow. they really liked it. And I was supposed to go in and meet with them. And then COVID hit about a week later. Through a film so, festival. Is that how they saw it? No, this was actually through a friend of a friend. Uh, uh, a, one, a guy I know, uh, was a TV like uh, he worked in uh, reality TV he was a bit of a reality TV celebrity but his one of his best friends was a literary agent and he just talked to me one day he's like well send me the movie man and you know let me check it out and I sent it to him and and he cc'd me on the email to his best friend who worked at APA and he said you know I would never waste your time sending you something that I, I know wasn't good. He's like, but this is a great movie and I would love for you to meet my friend Fernando. I think he's got a lot of talent and he could be, you know, an asset in your, in your uh, agency. And uh, the guy's name was Mike. He watched it and uh, was a big fan. And uh, we were supposed to meet and literally, you know, you remember, I'm sure all you guys remember that week, everything got shut down in Los Angeles because it was so weird. It happened. Yeah. I was supposed to meet him on a, thursday i believe and uh, yeah everything got shot down i was i was in contact for a little bit with his assistant and and um, yeah might have to email him zoom zoom meeting now zoom meeting you know but you know that's kind of the thing i don't know if they want to sign anybody just off a zoom meeting i'm pretty sure those fools want to meet you before i mean i think that but they don't have a choice at this point maybe i mean you know there's not really any other way to meet at this point you know what i mean yeah but i think you should follow up because i think you i think it'd be it'd be great for you man yeah and well you know and um i just sent it to johnny we irritable heart got nominated for best film at the socal film awards whoa yeah i just johnny you didn't tell him bro no, because we wanted you to announce it on the thing, man. <laughs> that was the whole point. Yeah, we got nominated. I can't tell him everything. I, we got to talk about these things, you know? Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we got nominated. I just found out probably about three hours ago. And, nice. Um, 
so, you know, there's a lot to share. What there's another really big film festival that emailed me and, and uh, we, they told me we scored very high. The film scored very high. So we're just kind of waiting, you know, it doesn't mean we're in yet, but we scored very high. So we're waiting to see if we got into that one. And then um, I guess we didn't talk about this, but, and we should, but uh, Irritable Heart is in the LA Shorts Film Festival, which is a Oscar qualifying film festival. Uh, considered a top one in the world and and uh as of october 8th you can watch our, stream, our movie stream it you can stream it yeah man um, I, w- I, c- I wish where? i wish you can go to a festival right now <laughs> it sucks wouldn't it be great wouldn't it be know, great it sucks. it sucks um it's you can watch it on, at their website which i believe is la shorts give me one sec um i'm gonna check right now i want to do it the website right and you can still qualify for an Oscar, even if it's showing at a, a festival. It's not an Oscar qualifying festival. This this one is no. This one is Oscar qualifying. This one is Oscar qualifying. Yeah. So I, I'm qualified to for an for the Oscars. Um, I believe you have to win, though. I believe you have to win these festivals. Um, gotcha. What would you say if you won? What would be something you'd say in your speech? <laughs> I want to thank Johnny. Um, I'm just kidding. This, <laughs> just kidding. This movie would have been trash if not for Diaz <laughs> lending his talents. Uh, I want to thank the Salt and Sea. <laughs> oh my God! It smelled like thank you for smelling like dead fish the whole time. Yeah. Oh my God! The smell was terrible. Um, LAShortsFest.com. Okay. Is, I'm gonna check. I'll make sure to check it out too. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to promote that too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, promote it. Tell tell people like. I, I was so proud of the cast and crew, man. I, and it was not an easy shooting situation. I mean, no, it, it wasn't, was, man. dude, it was the, the, and the whole thing was, is like the Salton Sea is huge. Right. It's, it's a really big lake. And we, what, the spot I chose and I didn't really realize it was on the Southern tip. So, I mean, dude, what, we were like 18 miles from Mexico, 20 miles from Mexico. I don't remember how far it was, but all I remember is that that little building that we shot in, was like, like collapsing. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if don't I want to be here anymore. That, <laughs> I was like, this is going to fall on people. Bro, the bricks, the bricks were like falling apart. And we were just looking. I was just like, this thing's going to collapse on everybody. Uh, hey, my, scene, my scene's done. I'm out of here. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, and just for the folks at home, could we give a synopsis of the plot? I forget if we did that already. Yeah. Was, log um, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, log line. Let me read you the log line. Hold on. Oh, nice. Guys, I write too many things. I can't remember everything. I do. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys have heard, but which sucks even more for film festivals. But Regal Cinemas is closing permanently. Really, really. All the all U.S. and U.K. locations. They couldn't long, weather the storm. As long as my AMC is still open. So, well, they might for now. Might, they might be next, man. As long as my lemon. So, I'm surprised uh, Lemley's still around, dude. They, <laughs> Johnny, you know? I have a question for uh, Johnny. What was it like working with a first-time director? Terrible. I mean, uh, <clears throat> <laughs> it was uh, it was fantastic. And uh, no, um, actually, uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Uh, Fernando was like really cool. I, I think I think what made it, and I'm not just saying it because he's here. What do you think strengths? What strengths does he bring to the table? What did you notice? I think it was uh, the level of cool that was still there even though like shit wasn't really working how it was supposed to sometimes because that always happens mm-hmm. and i think it was like the level of down to earthness where it was just like it felt like i was talking to like a boy you know what i mean like just cool. hey we're talking about this you know whatever and then 
you just had good ideas, you know what I mean? Good ideas. Um, script was solid, you know? Um, I think the biggest thing for like directing is always like keeping your cool. Yeah. Especially on a shoot like that, when you're in like on location, it's in like all- raining. Everyone's just like kind of always, they're always looking to you for like solutions because they're <laughs> like, what, what do we, it's raining. What do we do? What do we do? And they're looking Fighting at you, up. you know what I mean? And so like to troubleshoot that and figure all that out. In all I, fairness, I commend you, man. I commend you. In all fairness, you were done the second half of Sunday when we were trying to beat the sun. I was not cool. I, don't, <laughs> I know I was not cool. Right, man. So I wasn't. There, I wasn't there then for that. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I think. I think Keeler said something. She's like, "What happened to Pun Fernando?" It's like, Pun Fernando's fucking gone. We got to get these shots. <laughs> fucking shoot. Down. But I don't even. Like, can I do I one was, more take? I was, no. I was, I was. I was sprinting. You know. I was like. God, dude, um, we almost couldn't get the last shot with Ricardo at the Jeep. And uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Because well, of, yeah. of weather or what? No, just time. And the sun was uh, going down. It wouldn't have matched. But we finished something early enough. So I had the drone guys rehearsing. Because, you know, they did some complicated stuff with the drone. I was like, you guys rehearse that. I'm going to bust this scene out really quick. And I grabbed Musco. And I was like, let's go get this shot really quick. We can get this. We can get this. I think we did two, three takes max got it i ran back to the drone guys they had just finished the rehearsal we did it and yeah 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 the second half of sunday was uh that was brutal but you weren't there you were already well i can't oh i I was about to say something i can't i can't ruin the film i can't oh maybe i left i I don't know yeah yeah yeah. i was gone remember you quit you were like man screw this shoot i'm done i was like well they're not even feeding me on this (laughs) now what strengths do you think wait can we get the log line yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we yeah, got the yeah. log line. I got, I got it right here. Just for me. Just for me. <laughs> yeah. So Irritable Heart is a high-octane character drama dealing with the group of disheartened veterans returning to civilian life in the American Southwest, looking to rec- reclaim their battle rush and overcome the nightmares of war through the thrill of rotten banks. Oh, oh man. a heist movie. I like that. Yeah. The last um, Hell or High Water on Netflix, oh, Robin Banks. That's a, that's a good-ass movie. It's, it's so a great when, movie. So when you asked me about influences when i was younger like you know it was braveheart and you know forrest gump like yeah you know all the you know the classics when i was a kid but recently i i feel the writer closest to me is i can't remember if it's taylor or tyler sheridan it's taylor or tyler oh yeah sheridan. yeah so but, you know uh, yosemite and and right. uh, did that jeremy renner movie uh, uh, the, uh wind river. yeah wind, wind river. river that was a good movie too wow. yeah that's a good movie yeah he's fantastic man so that's, you know, definitely Hell or High Water was a huge influence. And actually the DP, we were going to go with a different DP. And we were kind of deciding between the two. And Musco, he, when he read the script, he thought Hell or High Water right away. And so he started sending me things the way he would shoot it. And there was a lot of Hell or High Water influence in it. And I was like, yeah, oh. that's awesome. I was like, and he wanted to do it so bad that like, that's that's the most invaluable thing is just getting somebody that loves the that loves the project that much you know what i mean because you know they're going to give you everything and i love musco man that's one of the most talented dudes i've ever met i hope i get to work with him again for sure so i just want to ask you specifically about that film because i know you have kind of talked about it and you mentioned it in this too a little bit um i know it's you're doing the festival circuit is there any i i guess are you still pitching it for a possible feature kind of where are you in that process yeah um so i have a feature written i just finished it during the pandemic actually uh, i had worked on it before and and i uh, finished it probably in 
in April. The problem is the, the feature is like 180 pages. So I know it's, yeah, it's super You long. got a sequel. <laughs> well, or I got a limited series. That's I was going to say, it I sounds mean. like a series, yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping to actually turn into a limited series. Um, That'd be dope, like Waco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, great show, too. Great show. For sure. Really good show. So, it, you know, um, that's the goal with it, um, is to get a team and, and um, chop it up and into, you know, six episodes, I think, would be good for it. And um, because the script is really good, and it is long because I spend so much on, on each character. You know, you really have six characters that are pretty vital to the story. And, and um, um, you know, that's why it's how long it is. You know, yeah. but hopefully I, I get it down to, or I, you know, I can get a team on it and we can, we can turn this thing into a mini series. Uh, Cause I, I think that's actually the best avenue. For the best it. avenue for it. Yeah. And I know you, you've mentioned this to me before in person, but. Um, Bro, we've most, never, we've never hung out. Like, oh, ever, so. Yeah. We never, we never worked on set together. I, was, <laughs> I never saw you. I actually, I all knew I said about you was <laughs> not true. That, okay. uh, uh, I remember you kind of talked about, Maybe you can kind of tell us a little about this, but I know you had a project in development with Eddie Murphy. Maybe you can kind of talk to us about what was going on with that, how you guys connected, I guess, or how you guys got connected. Yeah, yeah. So that was, um, it was more with his cousin, Ray. Okay. Um, who's a producer for him. And, and, and Ray's father was really a big influence on Eddie getting into the uh, comedy circuit. Yeah, yeah. So it was more through um, through Ray and I actually worked at a school back in the day and um, one of the kids' dads, you know, um, I was talking to the kid one day and I was just like, I was just like, oh, your dad's like, isn't your, isn't your dad a lawyer? And he's like, no, my dad produces movies. I was like, oh, really? And he was like, yeah, you ever heard of the movie Blade? Like, fuck yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> I didn't say fuck yeah to the kid. <laughs> what was your job at this school? Or maybe I did. It, I worked at an after school program. I thought you were going to say, like, he didn't actually work there. He was just talking to the kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I, did. I didn't I have called, a job. Called, hey, who who let you fence. in here? <laughs> I'd show up to the fence and be like, hey, any of your kids? Like, yeah, yeah. Your cast producers? <laughs> um, but so, but him and his, you know, so he told me that. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, did you guys hear that? Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Feel free to check it. <laughs> I'm gonna just mark it as red so they feel important. Oh, oh, I love it. That was actually Ricardo, by the way. Uh, <laughs> tell, him, tell him I said hi. Yeah, uh, I will. After after the interview, it's marked as red, so he knows I saw it. Uh, Power move. <laughs> no, so I um, so then I just was talking to John, which is his dad's name, and. I was like, oh, yeah, you produced Blade? And he was like, yeah, back in the day. And I know he worked at Disney, worked on Lion King and uh, the original, the good one. And um, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm a writer. And, and he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and of course, he asked me, he's like, do you say you're a writer or are you, like, you really a writer? I was like, no, I'm really a writer. And um, he was like, okay, we'll check it out. So we, you know, we were working with um, – Eddie Murphy's production company, Murphy Studios. And like, I have this idea for a film and- um, Eddie Murphy is very specific. Did you have to craft it towards him as an actor or? So I haven't dealt with him. I've dealt with Ray and John. Um, 
I don't know exactly if he's going to attach himself yet. Um, there is a role that's great for him, and we'll you know we'll see if he ends up attaching himself. Um, but I talked with John, and he gave me the idea of what he wanted to do, and I was like, and the and the best thing was is like you know I write stuff like Irritable Heart. Johnny knows like you know kind of what my strengths are like as a writer, and I just remember talking to John, and he told me so this is an animated movie a kid's movie you know and he was just like I remember him like so you know do you think you can write it he told me what the idea was and in my mouth I was like oh yeah I got this but in my head as I walked away I was like Fernando you're a fucking idiot you don't write kids movies you're gonna fuck this up and uh I wrote the movie in two weeks like outline character breakdown and the hundred page script in two weeks two and a half maybe and you know John and Ray read it and they were blown away they thought it was great um yeah i know and i was just like how did that happen because like that's just i didn't think i'd ever in my life write a kid's movie it's like daddy daycare too (laughs) pretty much right like daddy daycare was a good movie i'll say it oh i loved it it's quite too seen it 10 times (laughs) can you say say what the project was about it yeah it revolves around it yeah i mean it's just the, the gist of it is about a, um, a surfing competition that takes place in the Galapagos Islands. And um, it's about a young penguin. Um, you know, they're all animals. Yeah, young penguin. And the, the way I kind of did it was like, so you like know in the Northeast where you have like the poor people who like work and live in the town year round. And then you kind of got the rich people from like New York that go and vacation in that town. The penguins are like the poor people right and dude, like dude you're reminding me of that scene in elf with peter dinklage where it's like a tomato is not feeling you know <laughs> it's another great movie by the way yeah it is <laughs> we're coming up on the holidays that movie will for sure be on tv um but so um the penguins live there which the galapagos islands are the only place in the northern hemisphere that has penguins that live there and um you know, they're the, the lower income, live there year round, but the biggest surfing tournament is in the Galapagos. So you have like the So you have surfing, surfing penguins? It's like yes. cool runnings, cool runnings. All right, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and, and you have, you know, the seals, um, turtles, people travel from, or animals travel from around the world to come surf here and it's a big deal. And penguins have never been, not that they haven't been allowed to surf, they just weren't good at it. And it's a girl penguin, and, the, and there's never been a female who was a, a, a championship surfer, but this girl is so good. And um, she goes into the competition and wows everybody. It sounds favorite, like a Dis- Disney movie right there. Oh, my God, right? My favorite yeah. character, though, I will say, so, like, there's um, lizards in the Galapagos that they're some of the only lizards in the world that can deep dive into the ocean and swim. He's got the greatest character name, and I'm so proud of this name. His name is Don Juana de Liguana. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, we're waiting to see. Um, I know they're putting a package together, and that movie's part of it. Um, and that's so something we'll you see. can get, like, all of Eddie Murphy's friends to do voices for. That'd be great. I, I wanted to get Johnny, but I don't know if he'll do it. 
Oh, Johnny would kill at that, dude. He's been doing Hell voiceover no. lately. He's done a. He did just yeah, did a book. I saw that, man. Like his whole Instagram, not, his whole not, Instagram feed is VO. Hey, man, I'm trying I'm to work, VO man. Kid, this is, this is the only work I can get right now. <laughs> Everything's everything else is shut down. They keep calling you back for more books. Look, I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not playing a ting, a penguin. I'm not playing a turtle. All right, it's not gonna happen yet. I want to play a shrimp. Can I play a shrimp? Is there a shrimp in the movie? <laughs> we can probably put one in for you. Just kidding. He's a shrimp look, that, that never could. A shrimp that has the same could. that has the same accent as um, your short film. Hey, that, by the oh, way, oh, that would be funny. Speaking of Johnny, because um, Johnny's you know talked about you as a director. What do you think? What strengths do you think Johnny brings to the table? Because let's face it, he's a great actor. We don't need to joke around. Johnny's a great actor. But what strengths do you think Johnny brings to the table as an actor? I was gonna make a joke anyways. Should have made one anyway. What do you think no, this pod, this podcast is a joke? Come on, <laughs> we're not even recording. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. Hold on. Oh, no, we're good. We're good. This whole time you haven't been recording, John. Yeah. This was just the we got was the warm up, dude. It's rehearsal. <laughs> and got rehearsal. Um, no, I mean, I and I I say this with the utmost honesty. Uh, Johnny is. Stop laughing. <laughs> Get the smile off your face. I'm trying right, to be just, serious. Just say, right it, just say it, just say it. No, Johnny's the most talented actor I think I've ever met in Los Angeles. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And I've worked with a lot of people. Um, there was something he brought, you know, even the other actors on set talked about it. Um, his inventiveness, I think, is, is what you have to really commend. The inventiveness of, of uh, what he brings I love an actor that'll show up on set and has ideas that I would have never thought of. Um, I think the most important is to not get stuck in one way of doing something. And Johnny's able to switch on a dime on the second take or third take and give you what you're looking for. You know, he'll bring his idea, but I might have a, a different idea and I'll ask him to do mine and we'll see what works in the editing room. Um, no, I mean, it was, it was such a pleasure. I really hope I get another opportunity to work with Johnny. Yeah, you kept telling me to change everything. You're like, dude, that performance, <laughs> it's not working. I was like, it's, it's not working. And you, no, you, you, you know what was funny though? Um, in, in, the, in the audition, I loved you. Or what was it? Did you, you send a tape, a tape audition at first. Yeah. Because Anthony, what was your old coach's name? Yeah, Anthony Gilardi. So I reached out. It was, this was kind of, this is a fun story. Yeah, um, I, remember, I remember he referred, well, he told me about it. He's like, hey, this person's looking for. Well, I remember you. You taught you. I think you reached out to Richard Cabral. Yeah, I, remember. I just hit. I just hit him up on Instagram because I. <laughs> I always pictured like. Yeah, he would have been great. He would have been great. He'd been great for that role. So I was like, good. I was like, bro. First of all, Richard Cabral is not going to hit me back on Instagram, and I was like, second of all, but he did. Gonna, he's not going to do my short film, and he yeah. didn't. <laughs> but I was I was wrong on one of those. So Richard Cabral from um, uh, my my. Mayans he hit me back on Instagram and you know well first of all I was like you know I asked him he was like the only thing he said was send the script (laughs) (laughs) all right he's like send the script so I was like all right I'm gonna send this full script you're like oh shit I gotta do it now (laughs) I was like well I'm gonna send this full script right now and um I sent it to him and he liked the script so he was you know he was obviously busy shooting Mayans which is a little bit more important than my short film um hey hey Hey, it was. Uh, oh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but um, he referred me to Anthony. I'm sorry. How do you say his last name? Yeah, Gilardi. Gilardi. Yeah, he it sounds like Anthony. a J. Yeah, he, he uh, referred me to Anthony Gilardi, 
Anthony, I guess Anthony liked the writing, right? He told you he thought it was a, a decent script. I mean, all, all he did was he just emailed me and he's like, hey, there's this project that came up or I don't know. And he's like, I thought you might, I thought you'd be good for it, you know, and that's pretty much all that happened. And I just sent in a tape, you know what I mean? That, yeah. That yeah. And then, so, oh, and that's what it was. And then Anthony sent me, I think Anthony, you sent it to Anthony. Anthony sent it to me. I think so. And I told Anthony, I was like, dude, he's a tremendous actor. And in the original tape, I thought he was a little uh, like East Coast Latino, like a little more Puerto Rican, yeah. Dominican from New York. And I was just yeah. like, dude, this guy's from like East LA. Like, <laughs> this is like, you know. But I changed it though. I know. And that was the thing. I was like, oh, damn, this dude's a good actor because I gave that note to Anthony. And then, but I still liked you. You were tremendous. Because I, I think, I think, I don't remember why, but I think I was like, at the time, I was kind of experimenting with some stuff. So you I probably kinda, just watch. You probably just watched Carlitos way. I think probably. Was. I was like a little John Lugosamo, you know. Uh, so watch Carlitos just, way, and, and then after that, after you got the note, you watched Blood In, Blood Out, and you were like, "All right, I got this." Miklo, Miklo, Juanito. So then, you watch so the then, movie now. It's ridi- it's ridiculous. Oh, but wild. it's like ridiculous in a great way. I, I can know, still I watch it. I know. If I have crazy. three hours to kill, because it's such a long movie. <laughs> but so you know he sent the then he no so that was the thing that was the only note i had i was like i i think i asked anthony is like is he puerto rican from new york and he was like he's like no i think he's from arizona i was like (laughs) okay (laughs) but i was like well he's a really good actor and i was like all right well yeah come in and he must have gave you that note or said something or i might have and then you came in i I think i think the note after that was he's from east la and i was like i got it yeah but it was just kind of like i think i don't remember why i did that I think I was just, I was experimenting with something at the time and I was like trying different things and I was like, oh, this is kind Next of a vibe, vibe. I'm feeling if, it. And if then, you guys ever bring me back, I'm going to share Johnny's audition. Today. No, dude. Oh, yeah. when, when we bring you I back. De- I deleted that. that from, I deleted that from the system. It's bro, gone. don't worry. It's gone. I got it. I got That'd be it, cool. Bro. That'd be cool to I see. got it. No, he DVD, was great. DVD, he, he, DVD commentary. He was excellent, dude. He was, he's, he's a very talented guy and, and uh, working with him was a pleasure. And I know, Guys like Ricardo talked about him. Zach. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a, we had. Yeah, there was a good. There was a good cast, man. It was a cool really project great, to work great, on. Really great. Cast. Um, Even um, uh, Philip, who played. Yeah. He has a, you know, he's not in the film long, but I haven't seen him in a while. Had, but yeah, he was good. He, he was killed good. it, man. He killed his part for sure. I mean, everybody yeah. did a really great job. Keeler and Jackson, everyone did a really great job. I'm excited for everybody to be able to, you know share the work it's the it's the film festival circuit has been weird this year man it's right everything went virtual and i think i i yeah essentially since travel was cut down i kind of felt like a lot of festivals were only bringing people in that were local you know filmmakers that were local uh which was it was just a weird year man it was weird but you know i i'm proud of i'm proud of the people that had working on this and you know, the actors did such a tremendous job and the DP killed it. I mean, our DP yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, he was good. He was good. And in in our final five, ten minutes, just like looking big picture, looking back when you first started writing and producing, what is there any advice you may give your younger self looking back compared to where you are now? Don't party so much when you move to LA. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean la is a, is a place man when you move here it's it's uh how long have we been here now 
I moved here when the Bears went to the Super Bowl. That's how I remember. So whenever the Bears went to the Super Bowl. 1907? <laughs> the Bears. They lost to the Colts in the, uh, what was it, 06, 07? I, I think 07. Okay. 07. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's how I always remember when I moved here. Uh, mm. So I guess 07, however long it's been, 13 years? Yeah, 13 um, years. No, but in all – I mean – no, I mean, everybody, when they're young, like, I don't care who you are. You moved out late, you're going to have a good time. It's just, that's the nature of the city. Um, God, with the advice, I would say be kind to yourself. Um, be kind to yourself because it is hard. It, it's, it's hard. Don't give up on yourself. A lot of people will. It's easy to want to give up on yourself. I wanted to. Um, do something every single day. You know, even if it's something small, I'm not saying you have to grind at 120% every single day because I don't believe that's sustainable either. But do something every day to make yourself a better writer, actor, director, producer. It doesn't matter. You have to do something, even if it's small, which is, and some days it should be small. And honestly, man, you want to know what I think is the most important thing is be kind. Be kind to people. Like, you know, I really wish you would practice what you preach. I mean, that's that's the biggest problem here. I invited you to my Super Bowl party, bro. That's the last time you ever come. <laughs> well, Johnny uh, didn't want to party. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, I, I think, you know, I've worked with people and, and things are really starting to look great, you know, for me now. And who knows if it works out or not. I mean, things right. are looking good. It will. Um, but there's people I've worked with in the past who, you know, throughout the process of making a film, they complained, cried, moaned, bitched about the littlest things. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, dude, we're making a film. Like we're making movies and this is the greatest job in the world. And I don't, you know, people will tell you it's not, but those people that tell you that never worked in the industry. So like, they don't understand really how amazing it is. Um, so I just remember like thinking about those people and like, you guys have never actually had really hard work in your life, like really hard work because I, I was 16 and I worked construction, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, was working at a lumber, like a lumber yard type thing for trusses and like putting wood on forklifts, like, and this was in the Midwest. So, you know, it was like 25, 30 degrees and I was outside. Ohio, right? Ohio, uh, Michigan, Michigan. Close. Close. So they, These guys are from Ohio. So yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ditto, ditto for Michigan. Ditto. Oh, I thought Michigan sucked. And then I went to Ohio and I was like, mm. <laughs> once we uh, left, LeBron left and there's nobody else. That's and the that's only why, good thing and, that's come and, out of Ohio is LeBron. And that's why you have a Lakers shirt on. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's LeBron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. <laughs> there you there go. Is, see? Uh, so I, um, you know, so I, I, I knew what really like hard kind of shitty work was you know, growing up. And uh, I, I just, I, I'll never take an opportunity for granted. And, and I, I just know that there's people who were talented, like very talented people that were just not a pleasure to work with. And they, you know, I, you know, I, I'll never ask them to work on something again. And that's, I think that's a testament to like, you need to be grateful for every opportunity you get and just, and just be kind. That's it. I think that's, I think that's honestly the, the best advice I could give. Just I love be, be grateful and be kind. What I heard, a, I heard a quote not too long ago, talent will get you in the door. Humility will keep you higher. You know, who said that? Sounds like something the rock would say. No, nah, I think it was my mom. 
Oh, wise woman. <laughs> hey, even better, man. Even better. Nah, I, I'm sure I read it on Instagram when I was bored. That's uh, Fernando's rock. Yeah. His mom. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's what I would, I guess those are the best pieces of advice I could give. Well, it's good to hear that you're doing really good, man. Um, again, the movie is uh, coming out, you said October 8th? Yes. So, LA, LA Shorts Fest? LASHortsFest.com, October okay. 8th. You'll be able to stream it. Also, if you go to, it's on their YouTube channel, LA Shorts Fest, or LA Shorts Festival uh, on YouTube. If you search that, you'll be able to watch Irritable Heart is the name of the film. Um, yeah, you and I'm, I'm not sure how they're doing it. If you can, you know how most festivals do like a, you can vote in all these yeah. things. I, no, no. I don't know what it is now. Um, it's different. But I know you can comment and, uh, you know, you guys, anyone can say what they feel about it. If you think it was great, please. I'd love to hear if you think Johnny was terrible. I'd also love to hear that. Uh, <laughs> I've heard that before. So it's okay. <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the first no, time. No, I promise you, anyone can say the film was not good, but nobody is going to say like, man, that Johnny Diaz, is, uh, <laughs> he just didn't bring it. Like, no, dude, that, there's some that. stuff I've done. I'm like, hope that never sees the light of day. This isn't Bro. one of them, but there's some stuff I'm like, ugh boy oh yeah oh, there, there's some stuff sitting in that i've written in my trash bin i'm like should i just delete it permanently like my finger early on like i think it needs to go yeah i hear man where can uh where can our audience find you like uh, it's instagram or if, if you like, want to I, I was fine. just gonna say like i'm not giving out my address bro like <laughs> um yeah social, uh, social media yeah, if, if they want to follow me on, uh, so the production company that I have is American Ghost Rider Films. You can look that up on Instagram um, or uh, Nando Viso. I go by Nando on social media. So Nando nickname, you're short for Fernando. Um, on on Instagram, you can, I think my handle is Visonito. Visonito yeah. on Instagram and then on Facebook, uh, just Nando Viso. I'm not sure if there's a handle. On and where can uh, people send you their scripts that they want produced? So, um, hold on. I think, that? I think it's Johnny Ray Diaz at gmail.com. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> that's, a, that's old email. It's fine. I don't use it no more. That's cool. Let's go to the trash. John, Johnny reads the scripts and be like, yo, check this out. Or he'll be like, Johnny's yeah. the filter. No, I, I mean, I don't know if you know, but I used, to, I used to intern in development at Disney. Really? Yeah, and I was, that was the first gig I got here when I moved to LA. LA and I was working at a Panay Films. They produced Wedding Crashers. Uh-huh, yeah. And literally Damn. just reading scripts every day. Fuck. <laughs> there Johnny's, was some shitty it was, it was It was the time of your life? No, I mean, actually, I, to be honest with you, I actually really enjoyed it because I was yeah. just so, I, because I love movies, I love stories. Yeah. Every time I walked on the lot, I was just like, wow, this is so cool. No, like I this, just, You know what I mean? Like that yeah, feeling yeah. of it. Yeah. But then like when the, the scripts would come, it was like there were always something to read. They had stacks of them like oh, piled yeah. up. Oh man, a lot of those scripts are just awful. Yeah. Like I would say, like eighty percent of them, like just yeah. not pretty good. bad. And pretty it, bad. it sucks having to read constantly script after script. That's not good. You're like, so, I, wanna, so I, don't even, I don't even want to keep reading it, but you're like, you have to. So I got a question for Johnny. What's the biggest film you ever pushed through? Like, you need to read this. None remember, of them got made, huh? It didn't get made. I remember yeah. there was there was a there was a comedy. I can't remember the name of it that I actually thought I was actually reading it and I was laughing reading it. And that's very, that's, I think that's hard. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this thing is, this is so funny. Like I haven't seen something like this 
And I remember like saying like, oh, this is something you should consider. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they just sent it to the producer and then it's, you know, whatever they decide to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was probably yeah. only like maybe, I don't know, less than 10 scripts that I ever even, most of them just, dude, I remember reading one by, uh, uh, not by, but Philip Seymour Hoffman when he was alive was producing the script. And I think he was attached to be in it. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited to read it because I'm like, you know, he's a great actor. He's going to, oh yeah, you're in your mind. You're like, he's going to pull great material. Great. To want and to I, do. I read it and I was like, maybe I'm not seeing it. I was like, <laughs> and I actually like, I, I withheld my, my opinion on the script because I wanted to see what other people would say about it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't really think it's that good. Like, was it, it one of those slow scripts? Like, it was super slow. Nothing happened. That's all I remember. And I remember like the climax of the story was a tornado came through New York city. And I was like a tornado. Is that like a thing over there? And I was like, I've never heard of a tornado in New York. So it was a sci-fi channel. No, it wasn't a (laughs) sci-fi. It was like an indie drama. Hey, have you ever seen this guy's garden got destroyed and the garden was destroyed and the guy was heartbroken. You would have connected. He probably, dude, you didn't recognize talent. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, man. And, and I was like, ah, oh, dude. You don't, you don't know good writing, bro. <laughs> I was like, but Philip Seymour Hoffman, man. And then I remember like when other people read it, they were kind of like a little like, uh, what'd you think about it? I was like, honestly, wasn't not my, my jam. My, not my favorite. And they're like, okay, it, it wasn't ours either, but we just like wanted you to see. the test. You know? But <laughs> you, can, you can stay. You're not fired. It's good to know. I mean, I think that helps you realize that even though some like a name is attached to something, it doesn't necessarily mean. Yeah, I mean that's good, you know, and that's the kind know? of what makes this this whole industry so hard is it's all subjective. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone's taste is different, and people are looking for different things, and 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 then the higher ups are looking for just what can make a lot of money, and it's just you know, you it's 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 a fine line to try and cross, and and it's it's not easy, you know. Yeah. Anyway, man. Thank you for your time, man. I really appreciate it, dude. It's good to yeah, see you. Yeah, thank you it's guys. Been a while. Man. Yeah, we'll have virtually to see you. Good to we'll have you on, to... man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Really quick, what part of Ohio were you guys from? I'm just curious. Cleveland, Cleveland area. I was a suburb, though. It's like more in the country slash suburb, but 45 minutes away from Cleveland. Okay, I lived in Toledo for like a year and a half. Oh, okay. Do you know where Chardon is? No. Or Geauga County? Think hard. Think hard. Mm-mm. Harder. I knew where Defiance, Ohio was because I had a friend who went to college there. Okay. We went, we went to school at Ashland, Ohio, though, if you know. Don't know where <laughs> it's between Cleveland and Columbus. Anywho. <laughs> just it's curious. Around. I thought I'd know. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you would just say Cleveland, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know Cleveland. That's <laughs> why we lead with that. There you go. Anyway, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it, dude. And uh, I look forward to uh, LA Shorts Fest. For sure, man. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the film. Yeah, thanks, man.